Kelly Schoelstrom joining us. KellyShoelstrom.com is her website. Kelly and I met, I don't know how many years ago. She might be able to tell us. I'm just terrible with uh, dates and times. Everything runs together. But I, I read her story about being able to come out of debt. And she made such a difference in her life that she's been coming on our show trying to help people make some good decisions. And you can feel good about some things that you do. And today, of course, we're talking about January being Financial Wellness Month. Hi, Kelly. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How many years has it been that we've been talking? Do you know? Okay, I do know. So I was looking at our um, the schedule that I keep track of. And September 1st was um, when you posted about our initial story. And October 1st was, I think, the first time that I was of 2020. There's the important part um, that I was on the radio with you. So October 1st of 2020. Oh, my gosh. So this this is our fourth year. Yeah. Right? Oh, that makes me feel good that you're still here, that you didn't get tired of me. <laughs> I <laughs> could never get tired of you. <laughs> I I can keep you busy with questions. You're like, oh my gosh, I got to help people like Kelly. What else? <laughs> um, all right. January wellness, uh, financial wellness month. We need a, a wellness month for everything and financing should definitely have its own month. Exactly. And I think it's just another one of those reminders, Kelly, for us to try to do a little bit better than we were doing yesterday. Of course, we're never going to be perfect with our finances. This is, there's a lot of behavioral things that go into managing our money, but it's a new year. There's new energy. There's, um, you know, a lot, let's take advantage of people wanting to set goals and pay off debt and manage our credit cards better. And so what better time than January financial wellness month? Um, and I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit today about what does that even mean? But then also what can we specifically do to improve our finances? Um, especially during this month in January. Since the last time I talked to you, um, I have a hairdresser and we were talking about money and how much things cost. And she was telling me without you and I talking, you know, without me talking about our show, she said, oh yeah, I use the envelope system. My mom, my mom taught me that a long time ago. And I'm like, oh my God, Kelly Schuster will be so happy when I tell her that my hairdresser uses the, <laughs> uh, the envelope system. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, well, tell me how, you know, we've been to friends for a long time. So she was just kind of talking me through how it really, really works for them to actually have those envelopes. And do you know what's even cooler about that, Kelly, where I, that I picked up off, on this, off of the story is that you even knew what an envelope system was. <laughs> like, I think the fact that like, you know, because to each their own, it's not for everybody, just like every method isn't going to be for everybody. But the fact that you're able to just have conversation and dialogue and discuss the pros and cons, and that's a huge win in and of itself. And I think if we give anybody uh, that listens to this show anything, it's just more information to be able to make a better decision that for your family. All right. Well, being a financial wellness month, how, how do you want to start? We've got a brand new year to kick off people on the right foot. What should we be telling people? Okay. So there's five things that we can do. The first thing is we're going to set some goals for 2023. And this is going to be um, the first thing that you want to do because we don't know how much to save. We don't know where to throw our money. We don't know anything else until we know what we want to accomplish. And so take some time, you and your spouse, um, even you can get your kids involved, anyone that you share money with, um, maybe even a roommate I recommend if you, um, you know, for our our friends that just have roommates and um, especially, you know, our college friends that, you know, paycheck to paycheck situation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you want to you want to get together with anyone that might be involved in your money and you want to think about what does 2024 mean for me and what do I actually want to accomplish this year? And so maybe you are paying off debt. You're, you know, you're tackling a credit card, paying off student loans. Um, maybe you want to get a new car or maybe you want to finally get that budget going. Maybe you just want to go on vacation every once in a while 
while with your family. Whatever your dream life looks for you, um, we want to go ahead and write all of that down um, because that is what we're going to use our roadmap to actually, you know, every single month when we're following our budgets, it's going to lead us to, you know, accomplishing these goals. Okay. So we're going to write out our plan, set our plan. And we're not going to say that that's always the easiest. You can be positive. You can make it fun, right? Um, and then we have to be realistic about what we make. And then that could change what we are going to do to get there. Exactly. And don't, for your, if this is especially your first year starting off, don't get overwhelmed by all the details of, you know, trying to have everything perfect in this plan. And if you can't follow it to a T, then you might as well give up. Maybe just start with one or two things that you want to focus on this year. Maybe you're just going to pay extra on your credit card right? We're not going to say we're going to pay off debt. We're just going to, you know, pay extra. Um, or maybe you just say, I'm just going to start um, watching my spending in these three categories. These three categories seem to be um, things that kind of, um, you know, mess me up a little bit. Maybe it's groceries, maybe it's going out to eat, whatever it is. And so make your goals for this year as big or as small as you want. Um, it doesn't have to be um, life changing, um, but just get started somewhere. And then so we're going to create these sinking funds, um, which is, you know, setting money aside every single month until you get this large pot of money that you can do something with. Um, we're going to create sinking funds to help us pay for these you know, expenses that are a little bit bigger or these goals that are a little bit bigger, like these vacations. And we're just going to start to get the pieces together so that we can actually reach our goals this year. When you're looking at those sinking funds and people start setting up those like separate buckets of things that they're thinking about, travel, maybe it's Christmas, maybe it's babysitting, you know, because they work. Uh, what are some of the buckets that people just forget because it's just happening so often that they really can maybe overspend where they could actually pull back in that category and go, oh my gosh, we didn't even include groceries. Yeah, that's a good question, Kelly. And so um, anything irregular is always kind of forgotten about. And so, you know, those annual subscriptions, maybe Amazon or Costco or whatever it is, um, annual subscriptions are always hard for people because they're not really top of mind. They're not coming out of your checking account every single month. Um, but then it's amazing all... When I ask people, you know, the first time that we get together and I say, okay, let's create a budget, everybody's minds always goes to bills. They're like, this is, yeah, they're like, yeah, I, you know, I have an idea of what my budget is. And I'm like, great, let's, let, let's write it down. And um, we talk about rent or our mortgage. We talked about electricity or water bill, our cell phone bill, our car insurance, our car bill. Um, you know, those are all the easy things. We know exactly how much they cost. But then I say, okay, how much do you spend a month on, um, you know, toiletries? And they're like, oh, well, I mean, we just buy toilet paper when we need toilet paper. And I'm like, interesting. And, and I, I get the philosophy behind it. But at the same time, we can't just pull out of this secret pot of money that is un unlimited because you just need toilet paper, right? We have to think about all of the spending, makeup, toiletries, groceries, um, households, furniture or furnishings of some sort. Um, all of these things still need to work up to your income. They need to add up to your income each and every single month because when they go higher than that, that's when we go into debt. And so those are all the all the other things besides the bills are definitely where I see people get caught up on the most. And things like, you know, like if you go to the dentist, you know, and hopefully you don't have cavities, but if something happens or if you need a crown, and I mean, that stuff is not cheap, even if you have insurance. So there's those kind of things too. You may want to find a little bit of, you know, a spot for. Exactly. And those are the tricky things because they're, they're not really negotiable in our minds, right? And they right. shouldn't be. If you need a crown, you should get a crown, right? But that doesn't mean that it's not going to add to your credit card debt if you don't have the money for it. And so yeah. making sure that we have these sinking funds for just general health care or um, overspending on groceries or making sure that 
that, you know, we have a clothing fund so that, you know, if winter hits earlier than expected, we can get, get we can get coats for the kids. Whatever it is, we need to make sure we just have that money set aside so when things happen that are non-negotiable, we have the money to pay for it. Yep, that makes sense. Okay. Number two, we want to budget for the things that are important to you. And so now that we have these goals, we know kind of the direction that we're heading. We want to make sure that they're included in our budget. And as we are saying, um, we don't have this unlimited pot of money, unfortunately. Um, if you find it, let us know. But yeah. for right now, we need to just make sure that all of our spending aligns to make sure that we're actually hitting those goals. And so if we say we want to spend um, or pay an extra $500 a month towards debt, we just want to make sure that we know where that $500 is going to be pulling from previously to when we weren't following a budget, right? So maybe you have to go out to eat a little bit less, or maybe you need to um, take the dog on a walk yourself a few times a week and not have a dog walker. Whatever it is for you, we want to make sure our budget is um, working for us and helping us reach our goals. And so making sure we track all of our spending um, will definitely help us with that. I don't know if you, if Santa put a Minnesota Millionaire raffle ticket in your stocking. He did put one in mine and my kids. And surprisingly, I didn't win a hundred thousand dollars or so, you know, like my son said, it'll be next year, mom. I'm like, yes, it'll be next year. So yeah, uh, it's, it's fun to think that you might get something like that, but let's be realistic with what we have. Exactly. And you know, like my mom says, you can't win the lottery if you don't play it. But that does not mean <laughs> that I. it's not a healthy way of thinking about it. But um, but at the same time, you know, that's fun. And that's like a bonus thing, right? Kelly, if you can afford a lottery ticket, um, it's definitely fun to, you know, have those hopes and dreams. But let's get down to reality a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And let's just make sure that we're covering and we're paying for and we're planning for the things that um, truly cost us money in our lives. All right. Number three. All right. We're going to make a plan to pay down any debt. And so, whether or not this was a goal for you in number one, let's reiterate that it might should be a goal for you because, <laughs> um, and it, we're not talking about all forms of debt. If you have a mortgage, it's totally fine. Um, even some car loans, you might have got it at a, re- at a really reasonable rate. Student loans aren't that bad either. We're looking at specifically if you have that high interest debt, um, we definitely want to make a plan to get rid of that or at the very, very least reduce the amount of debt that we have, right? Um, so credit cards are an easy, um, an easy one for this. Um, you even might have had a mortgage in a time that is kind of crazy now that I think about it. And you maybe want to start thinking about refinancing it once the rates go down a little bit. Um, but looking at your your credit card specifically, how can you just make sure that you um, have less on your cards each month because you're being charged on the amount that's on your card? You're right. Your your fees are accruing because of the principal that you owe on your card. So by reducing the amount that we have charged on our card, we're naturally just paying less in fees. And so we want to pay down those credit cards as much as possible so that we can save a little bit of extra money because that's just wasted money. Kelly, you're throwing it right out the window. You're just paying the credit card companies um, a fee to kind of manage this money that you don't have. And we want to definitely try to avoid that this year. You and I have both been victims of that. We've closed our eyes and just thought we'd make our monthly payments and eventually it'd come to an end. And then we realized after years of doing it, this is never going to end if I don't do something. And then when you really dig in and you see, okay, I've got $2,000 on this card. I'm making $200 payments a month, but uh, 50 of is it 50 of it is just being added on every month, even though I haven't used it for two years and it's just being thrown away hundreds of dollars. It may, it will make you sick. Absolutely. And there's nothing worse than that, you know, that, that I could have done something about this if I would have known, if I only would have logged in. And so we're all for keeping cards open if you want to, you know, build your credit and, and play that game. Um, but if you are running the risk of just being charged for things that, you know, for cards you don't even use, close them, take the tiny few points of a hit to your credit score, um, do whatever you got to do, but um, just make sure that you're 
you're on top of things because we it, it, it's just an unfortunate place to be that when we can avoid it for sure. We've got two minutes left. All right, Kelly. The next one, number four, is going to be you're going to be updating your retirement contribution. And this is going to be um, if you are willing and able to afford it, right? And so I'm all for retirement planning. Of course, everyone should be saving money. But at the same time, um, I think we can um, think about this a little bit more strategically. For example, if we have a lot of credit card debt, right? We're talking tens of thousands of credit card debt. It doesn't make sense to to pay um, into our retirement accounts and we get 10% on the market, but we're paying 25% on our credit card, right? So maybe yeah. we want to just maybe just contribute enough to get our employer match um, or do or just a, a minimal amount just to you know keep up with it and try to save a little bit of money. But we do want to focus a lot of that towards paying down debt if we have a lot of money that we're paying interest on. And so, um, but if you are making retirement contributions, your limits, um, I think the IRS did increase them. And so definitely look at what that new limit is. And maybe you want to bump up your monthly contribution just so that you're you're maxing out that limit if you are able to. Otherwise, maybe you just want to increase it a tiny bit because you're doing a little bit better with your money and you could afford a little bit more. Can you bump that down? Absolutely. No? Yeah. Can you? Yeah, you can change it whenever yeah. you want. And um, my, at least my employer plan, I can change it minute to minute, right? I'm just log into the website and decide, nope, I actually want to contribute less or I want to contribute more depending on the season, right? And so be an active player in this, um, in your retirement funds. Don't just let it sit back and relax and do its own thing. If you can contribute more, great, go ahead and do that. If you need to contribute a little bit less, so you're putting less on your c credit card, absolutely do that as well. Good point. One more? Last thing, double check your credit. So we want to make sure that we're pulling our credit report, that everything on our credit report is accurate. And it's something that we did. We know about it. Um, we have a plan to pay things off. And so, um, you know, there's, you should be able to pull it for free every single year. So don't pay for this. Um, and just definitely want to make sure that you make that a priority this year to pull your credit score, pull your credit, we'll pull your report that has your credit score on it. Um, and just stay on top of everything that is, that is on there so that you, um, you know, can make a plan for things, but also um, have to make sure that your credit report is actually accurate. I know that you can offer people lots more help. KellyShowstrom.com. But what do you have going on this year? All right, Kelly, we have a course that is available for anyone that wants to get started. Um, and also the freebie library is full of resources that are absolutely free. And so go ahead and go to kellyshowstrom.com and you can sign up for both if you would like um, and just get started today because of every little bit of a difference will make a big impact on your life. Thanks, Kelly. It's Kelly Showstrom, K-E-L-L-Y-S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M.com, kellyshowstrom.com. Check out what she's got for you. She can really help you out this year.